she went on a vacation for a few weeks with her sister and did not return for 3 years she has been traveling for last 10 years she loves hitchhiking she has traveled all over the world and she has a thing for climbing trees Welcome to the Art of Solo Traveling podcast where we share skills, mindset and inspiration for solo traveling. I am Babu, the creator of the Art of Solo Traveling podcast and I am truly honored and grateful to serve you in any way I can. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking out time to listen to this podcast. Today we have a very fun and unique guest Danny who has been traveling for over 10 years and she's joining us to share her wisdom and her advice on solo traveling. Danny welcome to the Art of Solo Traveling podcast where we share skills, mindset and inspiration for solo traveling. And the entire idea of this podcast is to bring on people who have real travel experience who are not big influencers who are not bloggers but they have like real travel experience and they can share their wisdom they can share their advice they can share their stories so other people can travel and when i met you few years ago you were one of them that i wanted to interview when this idea came because you know clearly you have traveled a lot and you i found your travel and your background very unique because you have traveled in all type of ways you have traveled with your sister you have done a lot of solo traveling right you have traveled with your partner so you know you have traveled with your family also i guess you know so that there is a lot of wisdom so you know like let's start and uh, thank you so much again for coming on board so welcome. tell us about yourself and uh, your travel journey your solo travels your travels everything whatever you want to share with us hello Uh, so I'm Danny. Um, I've been travelling since I was 18. Um, I set off originally with my sister for six weeks, and then went on on my own. So solo travelling <laughs> when I was 18. Um, and yeah, didn't return for three years, I think. <laughs> um, originally, yeah. And I just, I just can't stop. I guess I've got the travel bug. um and i just want to uh feel different cultures and experience other people's lives because there's so many different ways you can live your life um and so many different cultures with different beliefs and um yeah ways of living um that it's i want to experience it all <laughs> Great that's fun so in 3 years you left at 18 to travel with your sister and then you didn't return for 3 years so where all did you go how was that uh, journey It was good i think the first one i guess you would call us more of the was it tattoo god um uh-huh. because we right. were just we had 6 weeks and we wanted to do southeast asia um oh. so we did thailand cambodia vietnam uh sing indonesia i think not singapore um yeah 
and it was quite fast paced. We were seeing all the sights and drinking and having lots of fun, meeting lots of people. So it was just a taster of what could be. And then I went on to Australia then and did two years in Australia um, wow. with a, a lot of encouragement from my sister. She pretty much just said like, you don't want to go to university, just go traveling, like just enjoy your life. So I, I took her advice and went uh, to Sydney originally um, and flew there alone, so solo, which was um, frightening, <laughs> but uh, very, uh, op yeah, it opened my mind um, a lot to what, yeah, what you can experience. Um, I remember the first hostel I went to on my own and I called my sister and I was like oh I'm really scared like I don't know anybody um yeah I was sat in the common room and I looked around and I could see all these different cliques of people and I thought oh who who looks approachable um and I could see these guys sat with loads of um snacks on the table and they looked about my age so I was like I'm gonna go uh sit with them and they were really welcoming. They were, they were about the same age as me, uh, traveling together. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I'm still in touch with them now. So, yeah, it was. And the right did choice. you travel <laughs> all through Australia, or you just stayed at few places and just felt uh, um, those places? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, we I stayed in Manly for about eight months. Um, working and met these two amazing girls who I'm still like best friends with. Uh, one awesome. lives in New Zealand now and one lives in Wales, uh, Chinzu and Martha. Um, yeah, they're, we're like soul sisters and we've stayed in touch through the, throughout the years from that moment. Uh, we then went to do our fruit picking together and we nice. hitchhiked. Yeah, hitchhiked. Oh, you hitchhiked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hitchhiked cool. to the outback. Um, found a job apple picking um, with our friend Sammy. Um, lived in a tent, all four of us in the same tent for two months or so. And then hitchhiked then up the east coast of Australia, stopping on the way and couch surfing, uh, which I recommend if anyone is solo traveling. It's a great way of meeting people, um, locals and getting a real experience of the place. Um, and then we stopped in Ellie Beach then and just loved it and fell in love with this town, this beach town and stayed there for, I think, eight months again. Um, and there, like in Manly, all my friends in the hostel were uh, like worldwide travellers, so from different countries. And there, were, there wasn't any Australian uh, people staying there. Whereas in Ellie Beach then, I had no friends other than Australians and I picked up an Australian twang to my accent I think um, and then and then I moved to Adelaide because I had a friend um, Shem that I'd met in Cambodia um, the previous year or so and I spent the last five months in Adelaide uh, working and um, hanging out with him and his friends. So that was really nice way to end my two years. <laughs> oh, that's a very sweet story. Really, really sweet and inspiring. So how was this hitchhiking thing? Like, uh, that's like very interesting. I'll tell you why, because 
the person who inspired me to hitchhike was a girl from france whom i met uh, in peru and i have met many girls on you know in my journeys who have hitchhiked and of course like hitchhiking always has this you know like a sense of fear and so how was that that would be very interesting to know that how did this idea of hitchhiking came and how did you go about it because hitchhiking is an adventure it's really an adventure right yeah i i think it's the most fun that i've ever had in my life and i would definitely recommend everyone to try hitchhiking at least once just because you you don't know who's going to pick you up you have no control you just have to let go and go with the flow you don't know where they're going you don't know where you will be dropped off you don't know if they'll i don't know take you all the way to the place or drop you 10 minutes down the road um so it's really incredible i found especially in australia people would go out of their way like hours out of the way to drop us off where we needed to go which is just so kind i've never experienced that anywhere else um really yeah <laughs> yeah very, that very has kind. been my experience too actually like uh, i have hitchhiked in guatemala and mexico as well and india so there also i have met few of them who have just gone out of their way to drop off but when you were like entering your first hitchhike did you have this fear that oh my god like you know what i mean like uh, that i am entering into someone's car and how how was that and how did you overcame that because i think i was less scared I wasn't scared of getting into a stranger's car because when I first started there was three of us three girls and mm. um, so we you know we had numbers <laughs> um right. yeah where, whereas I think what my fear was was looking like an idiot on the side of the road and people just passing and laughing at us um <laughs> I remember yeah the first time sticking my thumb out thinking no one's going to pick us up no one does this because in the UK it's not a thing that you see um and it's not a thing that people do over here so that was more my fear was just looking stupid rather than actually getting into someone's car which might sound strange <laughs> to some people but um i've i've hitchhiked on my own as well but i think in australia after that initial hitchhiking with other, the other girls um who i felt very safe and comfortable with I then got the confidence to just be like okay I'm going to just do it on my own. But there's certain places I wouldn't do it on my own. Um I'm not sure if I would do it on my own in Mexico. But in Australia I felt completely safe to do it and in New Zealand I hitchhiked on my own the whole time. Um that I was there and I never had any problem. I never felt worried or scared or anything. And that's very fun. Yeah, I agree that uh hitchhiking is a very unique adventure and once you break that barrier initially like anything else you get out of your comfort zone and you enter the unknown you start getting comfortable and you know then you take the next steps so you said something very interesting dani that you started with two works in southeast asia where you wanted to go to many places in two weeks which is everyone you know even when i started i was like oh i have to go everywhere in like 3 weeks and it has its own magic to it to be very honest 
Definitely, and yeah. And then you went to Australia and you stayed there for two years, formed great relationships. You felt the place, right? So how is both experiences different? And what was your opinion on both those experiences? What would be your advice to people who want to travel? I really like mixing it up. Um, so doing a bit of madness and seeing lots of places. And then I think you just have to go with your heart. And so if you find a place that you want to stay and you feel that, that it, it suits your vibe, it suits your, I don't know, needs at the time maybe. Um, so just, just hang about. You don't have to be in a rush. You can always revisit places. Um, if you've got the time, then it's nice to just relax and meet locals. Um, I think you get, you, you find out more about a place the longer you're there and you see it for what it is rather than what it's presented as. Um, but then equally I do, the, the magic in moving and seeing everything is that you do so much and it's just constant fun. It's constant like, where we're gonna go? We've got two days in this place. We're gonna see everything we can see and do all there is to do. Whereas when you stop in a place, I think a lot of people get this mindset of like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, we can do that tomorrow. And then you, you, you're about to leave and you're like, oh, we haven't seen anything. <laughs> we need to go and see it all now. Cause you just relax and you, yeah, just taking the place rather than making sure you're busy all the time. Because it's nice to, to have days of not doing anything and meet it because then you, you're open to meeting people and just going with them and being like, okay, I'll just do what you guys are doing. And so you do things that you wouldn't have ever found on Lonely Planet or TripAdvisor. Um, so there's a, there's a beauty to that as well of just doing nothing and things will come and you'll have a better experience because of that. Wow, thank you so much. That was a brilliant advice that I think few takeaways which I learned and I think anyone listening should take away is that follow your heart. I yeah. think that's very important. Mix and match it and definitely staying at one place and meeting locals. You get to know the place more. You become a part of that. So that's like uh, really key. I have also found that and thanks for bringing that up. So you have been traveling for many years, right? Since you were 18 and as far as I know, you are constantly on the move, right? It's a lifestyle for you, right? Yeah. So how have you been able to sustain this long-term travel lifestyle? You know, like both from, from all perspectives, if you could throw some light on it, that would be great. Yeah, I was quite lucky um, because being from the UK, our passport means that in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, we can get working holiday visas. So we can legally work in those countries. So that's how I could afford Australia when I was so young, because I could I could work there. Um, otherwise, I've actually done a lot of volunteering. So you find a place and you can often work in guest houses, bars, uh, schools, and you get free accommodation, free food a lot of the time. And that's how I've been able to stay in one place for so long, like Korong, uh, in Cambodia I worked in a guest house bar and so I didn't spend a single penny I didn't leave the island for six months um, wow. at a time there was no need to go to the mainland which was had its own magic to it definitely um, 
yeah I think but I have been like I have been back to the UK for this is the longest I've been back actually for the last year and a half or so um, but I usually yeah make sure that I work when I come home for six months or so and then go again so that's how I can top up my funds but I also travel really cheaply like in India I was taking the general class trains and just staying in in the cheapest hostels me and my two friends are sharing a double bedroom because we we're lucky we're small we can all fit in a double bed um so just making and, and eating street food there's no need to go to restaurants because the best food is often from the street food that's the local food it's it's delicious and super cheap in most countries so just choosing the right making the right choices about what you spend your money on i'd rather spend my money on taking a guide and climbing a volcano than going and eating a fancy meal or staying in a nice hotel for me um you know it's just a bed at the end of the day i don't need to stay anywhere fancy i'd rather go out and have the whole day out then doing something fun <laughs> i think that's like the biggest difference between travelers and you know like the non-travelers because travelers for them the materialistic stuff doesn't matter much they want to explore and they might rather spend like 500 dollars to see a volcano than to spend that $500 in a fancy five-star hotel. So yeah, that's uh, that's very true. And I think that's a big thing which anyone needs to learn that, you know, when you're going and exploring, you have to let go of a lot of uh, things which maybe are the feel-good things, but they are not deeply impacting, you know, what I mean, yeah. yeah. And this volunteering thing, like, uh, would you recommend that volunteering is a very good way to travel? Is it like... I think it is. I I did a work one work away um, in Mexico, and that was just working in a hostel, which I found it's just as easy to go around and ask hostels when you're in a place. Or often, if you stay somewhere, you could just say, "Do you need any volunteers um, anytime soon?" Um, but it is handy having work away for if you want to plan ahead of time and you don't want to risk not being able to find something it depends on the money situation so you can actually find something to to go to before you set off um if you needed to um but i i think it's really good if you want to stay in a place because you're not paying for accommodation then which is a big amount a big chunk of your money so you can stay for longer um if you volunteer and you often meet amazing people because they have a similar mindset to you um, and because you're living with other people that are just traveling often on their own as well as other solo travelers or whether they're with friends anyway or partners people want to do stuff all the time so you constantly have someone to go and explore with which is is also really good because you're working together you, you see each other every morning so every morning you've got someone to say hey have you got the day off today or the afternoon off? Should we go and do this? Should we go and do that? So I, I would definitely recommend um, volunteering, even if even if it's just for two weeks or two years. It's it's definitely a thing that people should try. Yeah, volunteering is pretty fun. I have done a bit of volunteering and it has been really fun. And has it? How has your family taken this lifestyle of yours, like staying away and roaming around the world as a daughter for like so many years was it hard to convince them or 
you know they took it like you know adventurous way as well i think they're glad that we're adventurous i think they they miss us a lot i can like whenever we're back they they like cry when we come home and yeah it's always happy a happy time when we're home um i, I think my mum often tries to encourage us to get a career and she wonders if we're if, if we'll ever settle down um so i think she worries in that way but uh, my dad is just encouraging go be a free bird you can go like he he's just done a masters um in his 50s wow and changed careers so he's not i think he's more kind of it's never too late you know we can start a career when we're when we're ready to do that and i think my mum feels more that we should be at least aiming towards something now or working towards something now um so yeah but she's ha she's happy she loves hearing about our adventures she she wants to come traveling she wants to come to india actually oh nice yeah 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 so hopefully i can bring her next year or something like that <laughs> she wants to she, she wants to understand what it's all about so they're definitely very encouraging and very supportive that's decision. very awesome that makes it far easier if someone wants to travel and you have traveled in india as well how was your experience as you know like uh, as a western woman coming and traveling in india how was that it had its ups and downs okay. definitely it it's one of the most beautiful countries i've ever been to like honestly a lot of the time i was like wow just wow um and the festivals, the the culture, the people, like the kindness that we were shown. People took us into their houses and were just like, stay here, we'll cook you dinner. Like really amazing. I, I don't think we, you'd get that in the UK. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. But then on the other hand, I found it really difficult with the, the poverty and the pollution and the kind of men's attitude towards women True. I, I think I said, I told myself when I left, next time I'm going to travel with with a, ma a male company. Even if we're not together, I'm going to say that we're married, <laughs> just so people leave me alone. <laughs> um, so that was a bit, a bit hard. But I still, I don't think it should discourage anyone from going. I still, there was more good than, than bad, definitely. And it just made me want to, I um, volunteered at the Mother Teresa Orphanage. Wow, uh, that's with, amazing. Um, yeah, with uh, children with additional needs. And it just really, it stuck with me. And I really want to go back and like make a bigger difference because I wasn't there for too long. Um, but it's something that I often think about, um, just wanting to do something more. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully I'll get that chance to make that difference one day. Yes. Yeah, India is unique. I mean, it definitely has its downside, uh, like many places. But India is definitely unique. And uh, this poverty thing you said, I I'll just share a small story that I was, in, though I'm born and brought up in India, but when I was traveling through Central America, like after seeing so much of poverty and, you know, like being so close, in Guatemala, I went to a place where I just felt so depressed by seeing poverty and it touches you at a very deep level I think when you are traveling far deeper than when you read about these things or watch it on you know internet and all so definitely and kudos to you for doing that Mother Teresa volunteering thing that must be 
really, really touchy. So as a, is, you think it is harder to travel as a solo girl? And do you think that? I think it, <laughs> um, I think it's harder to have the courage maybe because as women, we're often told, don't go out at night, don't, don't walk on your own, it's not safe, it's not safe. You, you get that fed to you that it's dangerous for women. So it's hard to break out of that cycle and say, no, hang on a minute, just because I'm a woman, like, it doesn't have to be more dangerous. You just, the same as men, you just have to be streetwise, you have to go with your gut, you have to know if you feel like you're in a dangerous situation to get out of that situation or maybe, I don't know, do a bit more research. But I think I, I, traveling on my own as a female, I've never felt at the time, oh, I shouldn't be doing this because I'm a girl or, oh, this is more dangerous because I'm, I'm female. I've never actually felt that in the, in the situations, I don't think. Yeah. And I've, yeah, I've, I've been couch surfing, which you can, you can do like meetups with people and um, stay at people's houses. And I think because you get reviews and of other people that have met them, it's never felt like I'm meeting a, a dangerous stranger as such. It's always been pretty crazy. I've had moments where uh, guys have been a bit seedy, but... I've just gotten out of those situations. I've known, I've seen the red flags and been like, okay, I'm going to just do something else now. <laughs> That's great. Uh, because in my experience, this is definitely, you know, there is there are certain, you know, like uh, things which a girl has to take care of without a doubt. But trust me, like most amazing solo travelers I have met have been women. And I'm very sure that on this podcast also, most of the women are going to be there because for I have found that girls to be more curious and uh, as you said that maybe the initial thing about bringing the courage but once you are there taking simple precautions can help and uh, I think that's a very very important point you said because so many girls want to travel and they you know because they're far more curious about the world and cultures and people and they ask me and I tell them you know like uh, that you can go because I have seen so many of them. You'll have to take a few precautions. Yeah. I mean, don't do wrong things and be just have your awareness. But definitely, without a doubt, you can do that. So let's talk about the other thing. What's the fun side of traveling as a solo girl? Because I'm sure there are some fun stuff which, you know, like only a girl can experience as a solo traveler. What's the fun side of it? Um, I, th I think just doing something that you're told you can't do in the first place it's just like I'm gonna do it even though the whole world's telling me not to is an amazing feeling anyway um and just meeting meeting people because when you're on your own you have to put yourself out there and I think that's why it's so different to traveling with someone else is that you can't just be like oh we'll just do this today or we'll just you know you, you're not making decisions based on someone else you're just doing you and you're going where you want to go and so you you have to go up to people and talk to them and you know make new friends and it's it's putting yourself out of your comfort zone which is 
just an incredible feeling like sometimes I often just get up and think well before Covid obviously and get up and think I just want to go on my own actually like I just want that feeling again of it's scary it's uh frightening but courageous at the same time um as I don't know as a particularly as a woman I think you're more approachable maybe as a female hmm. so you can you can make friends with other females that are on their own and men on their own whereas I think sometimes maybe if you're a, a male traveller a female traveller might you might be less approachable to another female maybe sure. um, I've met some really strong connections while traveling and and like in one of the other um, series episodes you were saying how um, it's Oh, I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Um, so it's the ultimate freedom, I think, uh, which uh, as a woman, because coming from India, you know, I think uh, women in general all over the world, you know, they, they have to deal with a lot of stuff socially that, as you said, that you cannot do this, you cannot do this. And I think... Travel even for men, you know, like I found for myself personally, it's like experiencing the ultimate freedom, you know, like no expectation. I think for a girl as well, that's uh, that's very important to experience that. And I think as a solo traveler, you experience that and meeting new people. How would you recommend people who are slightly introvert and shy to make new friends in new places? Like, what would be your recommendation? Definitely, you have to take that step and get out of your comfort zone because we are not used to meeting new people in today's world, especially after everything has moved online, right? Yeah, what would you I say think, about that? I think you can use the internet to your favor. So you can find apps such as Couchsurfing um, and Workaway. And with with Couchsurfing especially, there's... There's on the app, there's a thing called Hangouts. And so you just say online and then you can see people in the area that also want to hang out and you can make a, a conversation of who wants to go and see this today. And you can join in on that, which really helps break down that initial, like having to go up to some stranger and talk to them because you don't know what their reaction is going to be. Through using apps and social media, you you've taken that away you already have got gotten past that first step of knowing if someone wants to talk to you or not because I think that's the frightening thing about going up to someone is not you know they might not want to chat to anybody or they might be doing their own thing or you know you don't know if they're just going to brush you off or <laughs> if they're going to be open to conversation uh, so by using these things you're already meeting up for a reason so it's it's much easier. I think it takes off that yeah initial frightening yeah cause of anxiety. <laughs> That's great. That's really great. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think meeting people is a very important element of long term traveling, and it teaches you so much. And how is dating relationships when you are a long term solo traveler? Like, what would be what is your experience in that, or any advice tips you want to share with people? Um, I think don't 
don't worry too much about what other people think. It's a big tip, just be yourself. People that travel and put themselves in these situations aren't judgmental people. Like they they understand that they're in your position as well. And so that, that breaks it down. You're kind of on the same level if you understand that, that someone else is just as scared as you are about meeting people. And majority of people are just super lovely. Um, yeah, I think doing research um, about the place that you're going to go to is really helpful. Um, and knowing safer, you know, if you're a solo traveller, knowing which areas are safe and which are mm. not so safe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, go with the flow is my biggest tip. Just let things happen. Don't plan too much because um, then you don't, you avoid disappointment. If you've planned to do 10 things in a day and then you don't get one of them done, you might be like, oh, we haven't done this. But if you just don't plan anything and then do something amazing, then you're always going to be happy. <laughs> so just be open about things and let them happen and don't yeah. be judgmental and accept them. Yeah, that's, I think, a very good advice because traveling is best when you don't expect anything and you just go with the flow whether it's meeting people or going to a place I think that's like very important element yeah so like which has been your best solo trip like tell us about that like you which just touched your heart I'm sure there are many but if you have to pick one or a few which one would that be and why Ooh, I think probably leaving Australia and I kind of travelled through Southeast Asia to Koh Rong and just getting to this island on my own, which then ended up being home for me, like my second home. I still have friends out there. I still meet up with a lot of my friends that I met there in the UK. I'm very close to these people. Um, arriving there on my own because, again, because you're on your own, you have to go and meet people, you have to start conversations, you're not, I think it's much easier to be accepted into a group or, you know, an island, <laughs> a community, if you're on your own, because people want to look after you, people want to, you know, include you, whereas if you're with someone else, you're more likely to plan to do stuff with them and not just like dive into a new community, yeah. That's awesome. And right now you are you are doing a very unique way of traveling that you're staying on a boat, right? That's like yeah. really unique. And it's on a river or where it's it's on a river? Uh, on the canal system. On a canal, wow. So, so, so we sometimes join rivers and then go back onto the canals. We prefer the rivers. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard of anyone, haven't read about this by anyone that someone's staying on a boat for long. So tell something about that. How's that going? It's really fun. We set off from Leeds uh, at the end of April and it took about two months to get to Wales, which probably would take about three hours in a car. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, very slow pace. You can't rush. You, It's quite like, yeah, good for the mind and mental health to just do nothing and just go with the flow we see a lot of nature you know sometimes we'll pass under a motorway but otherwise we don't see civilization we're often just in the middle of nowhere having like campfires on the towpaths and 
it's yeah it's absolutely lovely we've seen all sorts quite rare animals to see in, in the UK as well and we've just had that opportunity because we're on the water and so yeah not many people like badgers otters mink um yeah wow that's so awesome that because don't get to see, yeah. we don't hear a lot about the flora and fauna of UK and to see that it's really really special I think also it shows that because a lot of people just want to go outside their country to travel. And if you cannot afford that, I think it's not a bad idea to explore your own country, you know, where you can travel. So that's awesome that you are utilizing this time and, you know, like the COVID time and you are exploring and having this incredibly unique travel adventures. Great. So you have been traveling for almost like 10 years now or more? Yeah, or yeah, almost? 10 years. Yeah. Great. So yeah. how has long-term traveling has impacted you or what have you, has it taught you anything about the world or yourself? Like what is your uh, experience think, with that or thoughts on that? Yeah, it's given me a different perspective. So I very much see a system in the UK of people in the system. Um, and like the first time I came back uh, from traveling, I could see this, but then I just got sucked back into it, of this like materialistic world of, well, you need to earn money to get a big house and get a, a big car and have this lifestyle, get married, have kids, um, do what what is written, the narrative of our society. Whereas by keeping on going, dipping in and out, it's, it's all I I feel like you don't need to always follow the narrative you can live your life a different way you don't need a big car and a fun like fancy house um you can be happy with the simple things in life I kind of just want to live in a tree house <laughs> I don't uh don't need much and I, I've stopped, yeah, I don't really, I don't wear makeup anymore, which is a thing that I felt like I needed to do when I was younger. And just being myself, you kind of become a person that you feel you're expected to be in a way, or kind of make decisions because that's what your friends do. And, you know, they, not because it's who you are. Uh, and I feel like the, the more I go traveling the more you just do things that you like like climbing trees <laughs> I really <laughs> like climbing trees which is something I'd stop doing I'd stop doing when I was in college um so it's nice to just be the little monkey girl that I was when I was little and like just be my true self wow it brings you closer to yourself doesn't it yeah traveling. wow you see things the way they are and definitely simplicity is something which uh, I learned in traveling, in spite of the fact that I was doing yoga, meditation, but uh, how little we need to have and how little we need to enjoy life. It's amazing how traveling teaches you that. So, yeah, that's like a very important thing. So finally, like what is what would be your advice to people who want to go solo traveling? Like with your enormous experience of you've traveled in India and Southeast Asia, Australia, Latin America, literally all over the world. And you've stayed for long periods, you've stayed for shorter periods. What would be your advice that how, if someone wants to do that, how should they start? What things they should take care? I think 
choose somewhere that you really want to go um, because it's important if you've got a desire to go somewhere then it's going to help you get there um, and maybe even just booking a flight even if you're not sure about going <laughs> because then when it's set there you'll then mentally prepare yourself to leave um, even if you're scared to because it's easy to book a flight if you're thinking oh maybe and I think once that's in place you can get your mind into it like oh I'm gonna go on my own I think also asking people for advice that have been there before um, there's there's online forums like Facebook groups and stuff and you can ask people how is it how is it there for solo travelers um, you know what what do I need to prepare for uh, what should I take there's all sorts of information out there on the internet um, yeah I don't know really I think everyone should at least once in their life solo travel even if it's just taking a day to a city on your own just go somewhere on your own because it changes your mind like completely alters your perception and life I think and I think it's really important you can definitely tell when you met some when you meet someone if they've done if they've had that experience or not um, and everyone that I've encouraged to do it if my friends have gone and done it they're like wow Danny I understand what you mean like you know my my perception of life's changed like my mind is I'm a different person than I was before perfect perfect I think you said it right after traveling I realized that you know everyone should at least travel once for three to six months just by themselves and you know just go because it teaches you a lot of stuff and you really see life for what it can be and you see the beauty of people and the compassion and the love of people and mother earth right so thank you so much danny i really really appreciate it for coming and sharing your enormous experience as a solo traveler like you have been traveling for so many years so thank you so much for sharing this wisdom i really really appreciate it thank you for having me <laughs> yeah it's very good to see you so this was danny sharing all her experiences her advice her wisdom for solo traveling if you want to get in touch with her you can contact her through her Instagram, Facebook. It's linked to the podcast in the captains. And if you need any help, any advice related to solo traveling, do send us a mail or send us a message. Contact us through the website, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse. The handle name is The Art of Solo Traveling. And we are going to do our best to help you in any way we can. Please review us. Let us know how we are doing. If there is anything we can do to help you more. And with that, I thank you for taking out time to listen to this podcast. And I look forward for you to return for the next episode. Thank you so much. Good luck and take care.